Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Personal Growth Project. And this episode's going to be pretty chill because I've taken a two-week break from making episodes on accident. And I'm just going to give you guys an update on where my life is at right now and some of the things that have been bringing me joy recently and little lessons that I've learned over the past two weeks. So if you guys weren't aware, from I think June the 4th to July the 2nd, I was at the Governor's School for Business Innovation and Technology, which is basically a program that lasts for a month. Um, There are many different ones hosted by the state, and it's completely free. You just apply and you go to the Governor's School of your choice. So they have like a governor's school for the arts and a governor's school for engineering, a governor's school for emerging technology, like whatever your interest is, you can pick a governor's school that teaches something related to that interest. And if you apply and your application is good enough, you get accepted and you get to go to the college where the governor's school is hosted and live there for a month while taking classes on the topic that you selected for your governor's school. So for me, I chose to apply to the business one, which honestly I'm so thankful for because I was between the business governor school, um, the emerging technologies governor school, and the governor school for science and engineering. But in the end, I actually ended up getting rejected from science and engineering. So that made the process a little bit more simple. Um, And I got accepted to emerging technology and business. Initially, when I was applying to governor's school, I honestly knew, like, from the very beginning that the one I wanted to go to, the one I really had my heart set on, was the business one. So it wasn't that much of a disappointment when science and engineering rejected me. But I was kind of wavering between emerging technologies and the governor's school for business because I had two friends that got accepted into emerging tech and... Part of me kind of wanted to do that one because actually it was also hosted at Tennessee Tech, which was where the business one that I went to was hosted during the same month. So I just thought it would be cool to go to that one and be in the same governor's school as them. But in the end, I really followed my heart and I chose to go with the business one and force myself to branch out and talk to new people instead of going to the governor's school with people that I already knew. And I'm actually so thankful for that decision because at the business governor's school, I met so many cool people. Like everyone there was just so inspirational in their own way. And for me, if you know me in person, I'm actually very much an introvert. But I'm pretty sure I was like one of the only introverts in that governor's school. So being around extroverts all the time just actually really helped me come out of my shell and be more comfortable starting conversations with people and putting myself out there. Because in that environment, everyone was doing it. 
like you would be the odd one out if you were to just like isolate yourself and be quiet all the time which I did to some degree but not as bad as I normally do it when I'm at school so I would call that progress it really did help me just like become comfortable with going in social settings and doing activities with new people because you would be spending like over eight hours a day with these people. Um, Actually, I probably spent more hours a day surrounded by people. There were literally like no moments of alone time for me because you had a roommate. So like even if I were to go back to my room or something, like my roommate would still sometimes be in there. That's not a bad thing, though. She was, like, the best roommate ever. But as an introvert, sometimes it was hard to just not have that downtime to myself to, you know, really rest and recharge and just gather my thoughts about all the day's events. And so that really pushed me out of my comfort zone a lot because before going to governor's school, like, um, I just spent a lot of time alone. It sounds sad to say, but genuinely, like, I didn't really have a social life, and all the free time that I had, I would spend, like, by myself or hanging out with maybe one or two people occasionally. But other than that, I wasn't going out and doing things very often. But when I went to governor's school, all of a sudden, 24-7, I would be doing activities with people. And it was actually really nice in the beginning because... It was just a fun change from what I was used to, but it did start to get difficult around like the halfway to final week of governor's school because I just felt super drained and all of us were really sleep deprived and we were all working on a project that was due soon and that time was just really tough, but You know, there really was no saying that you weren't going to an evening activity. So that taught me to deal with stress and learn how to have fun, even when I was in a stressful situation. And that helped me so much. So I'm going to explain a little bit more about the stressful situation I'm talking about. I chose the business governor's school, right? And... Basically, what they're training you for the entire time that you're there is making a simulated business. So there were 36 people there, and we were all split up into groups of six, which were our business groups. And in our business teams, everyone was tasked with finding a product to make. So we would each come up with an idea of a product that our group wanted to make. Each group came up with a product, and then the groups would have to create a business plan for that product, create a commercial for the product. Like, And the business plan had to be, I think, 15 to 30 pages, but I know one group had like a 60-page business plan. So it was just a lot. And on the final, I think, the day before the final day of governor's school, each of us, like each group, had to go in front of a panel of judges and everyone else there at governor's school and do a 40-minute presentation on our product, like as if we were an actual business talking to the judges like they were investors and trying to get them to invest in our product idea. 
So every day for two hours, we would have team meetings where we'd work on our product idea with our group and work on the business plan, work on the commercial and stuff. If you saw my Instagram, I made a post, I think around the 18th, like the halfway point of governor's school talking about Parents' Day. And Parents' Day was basically where our all of the groups had already come up with ideas for their products. And we had to like create a little, I guess, like a trifold and a commercial to show the parents. And the parents actually had these little chips that they could use to invest in each of our group's ideas. So it was basically a competition for who could make the best commercial and pitch to the parents the best. Like people from each group would have to like go out and work the crowd of parents, hand out business cards, tell them about the products. And it was just like a lot. And that also pushed me out of my comfort zone because I had to actually like a lot was on the line in terms of the fact that like there was a winner for parents day and if you didn't get enough investment your business plan would have to reflect that so like i think we got around $812,000 from parents day investments and we were able to use that in our business plan um to calculate the financials and the profits that our company would make within the first few years. So like it did actually matter um, for our company's financials, how well we did on parents day. So a lot was on the line there and I had to really just seriously, I guess, man up and go out there and hand out business cards and start pitching the product to parents, which as an introvert, was kind of my worst nightmare. But doing experiences like that and really having to break out of my comfort zone and talk a lot more than I like to to new people, that helped me so much. And actually, I can say at the end of the day that I had a really fun day on Parents' Day because I just grew so much in terms of being able to have a sales pitch and answer parents' questions about our product, which um, I tagged the product account on my Parents' Day Instagram post. Our product was basically a rechargeable toolbox. So like a Stanley toolbox, but with built-in chargers for your power tool batteries. So like it was a pretty big toolbox that had like a handle and wheels so you could wheel it around and stuff. And it had a few different compartments. And at the bottom was a lithium-ion battery that um, powered the chargers for the power tools. So you could literally, like, store all of your tools in there and have them charging inside your toolbox while you work. So your tools would never die. And another really cool feature about this was that our toolbox had a solar panel on the lid. So, like, for people working outdoor jobs like contractors or construction workers, they could just wheel this little toolbox outside, like, at the construction site, and the solar panel would actually charge the toolbox's battery. So, the battery that allows the chargers to work would be charged through the solar panel, So that meant that you didn't have to, like, go home and plug your toolbox in at night 
and you could just leave your toolbox out at the construction site because it would just charge as you work. And personally, I think that was my favorite feature of the toolbox, but we also came up with these ideas for future phases of toolbox deployments where like in two to five years, we would come up with a new line of toolbox attachments and we had the idea of making like a cooler attachment so you could bring some drinks with you on your cooler and a speaker attachment so there would be like a bluetooth speaker built into the toolbox which i thought was really cool because i know that contractors like to listen to music while they work and finally we came up with the idea to have um, a toolbox that fits on a truck bed with the solar panel. So basically like, you know, where the tool thing is and trucks, we would have one of our toolboxes there, you know, with the built-in chargers and everything. And we'd have like a big rectangular solar panel on the lid of that that would charge the toolbox. So those are just all really cool ideas. And actually, initially I was kind of like, not hyped about the idea of a rechargeable toolbox but you know as the weeks went on I realized that like our idea was actually super solid because it was realistic um it was easy to implement the cost of production wasn't that bad and the technology all already existed so it wouldn't be like as difficult as coming up with an entirely new technology like some of the other groups did. And although our, our idea definitely wasn't the most interesting out of all the group's ideas, it was the most realistic and it did really hit home for a lot of the parents that were there on Parents' Day because, um, of course, we're in the South. So the parents thought that the idea of a rechargeable toolbox is actually really useful because a lot of people in the South are more into like, you know, DIY home improvement stuff, just using tools with their trucks, contracting and whatnot. So we got a good amount of investments on Parents' Day. We made a really good commercial actually. And then the next two weeks after that, we started working on like our business plan, we had to write literally over 30 pages worth of information about like the logistics of our business, where our headquarters would be, what our operating policies would be, our manufacturing procedure, just all these tiny little details that you don't even think about when you think about a company like, let's just say Dasani, like Dasani Water, you don't think about where they're getting their bottles from or like the hours of operation their help desk has like you just don't think about those things but we actually had to go into our product at such a great detail that it really made me realize just how much work actually goes into operating a business because it's not an easy task it made me realize that like before I had just thought that you come up with an idea for a product and somehow magically it makes its way on the market. But there's just so much more to consider. Like you have to find the cost of production for every single part of the product, the material, you have to find manufacturers, you have to come up with a 3D prototype of your product. Like it's just a lot of work. 
So it made me gain a lot of respect for people who are in the, I guess, in the business of like coming up with prototypes and just brainstorming new product ideas because it's not easy at all. So our product's name was Boxport, which I thought was a really awesome name because box, like toolbox, and then port, which um, describes like the ports for the chargers and stuff. If you want to look at our website, you can look up the Instagram at Boxport Official, and there should be a link to our website in the Instagram bio. So let me know if it's there, because our website is actually pretty cool. It has our group's commercial and just more information about what our toolbox is and what it does. Um, and another thing that I learned while working in this team environment was how to deal with conflict. Because compared to the other five teams, our team really did not have that much conflict, but there still were moments where we'd get frustrated with each other on a minor level just because, you know, working in a room with someone for two hours a day on such a high stakes project can really just, I don't know, work on your nerves, I guess. So some of us would get like stressed or something and kind of just need a moment to cool down and just try to work through things with the group. Um, and other times, I guess a little bit of passive aggressiveness would come through, but I really don't think my group members were that way at all. I had like a minor dispute with one of my group members, but we literally worked it out so fast. And the whole thing just taught me that like, I do have a tendency of being a perfectionist in a group setting, and sometimes I need to actually, like, tone that down. Like, it taught me when to tone that down and when it's good to have that perfectionist mindset. Because sometimes my perfectionist mindset would come out and be a little bit too intense, and it would end up hurting feelings because, like, let's say a group member wrote something and it had a ton of grammatical errors. Like, I learned that sometimes it's hard to just confront people about that because, like, I don't want to be mean and I don't want to make anyone feel like their work is garbage if there are a few grammatical errors. So I had to learn how to confront people about that and just nicely ask to rewrite some things or redo some things that I thought weren't up to par with what... Um, they should have been, like, if that makes any sense. So I had to learn how to communicate nicely about that kind of stuff, and I had to learn how to just, like, also take a step back and realize that sometimes good enough is all you need, and things don't always have to be perfect, because we were working on intense deadlines a good portion of the time, and sometimes I'd have the temptation to, like, really obsess over the little details and making everything perfect. And sometimes that just wasn't what we needed to do at the moment. Sometimes all we needed to do was get as much done as we could in an okay manner instead of trying to focus on doing only one thing really well. 
So that taught me a lot about just knowing when to stop and when to say enough is enough and just, you know, take a step back and stop trying to make everything perfect. Because I was not the CEO of my group. Um, As I said, these were simulated teams, like actual business teams. So each group would have a CEO, a COO, a CPO, a CTO, a CMO, and a CFO. I was not the CEO, as I said. I was the chief technology officer slash chief information officer. And it just really opened my eyes to how stuff should work in a group setting because before in school projects I'm always that one person who ends up doing a good portion of the work like because I'm such a perfectionist like other people will work on group projects with me when they're in my group but a lot of the time they just don't do stuff up to the standard that it needs to be at in order to like get a 100 or something. So I'll end up having to redo a lot of things or just like add on to what they've already made. And it just ends up being a very stressful experience for me. And I guess over time, I've become accustomed to always kind of taking charge of group projects. So in this setting where for once I was not in charge of the project and um, like I couldn't just boss people around, it actually really taught me to like work with others, which was difficult at first, but I'm really glad that I had that experience because I'm kind of making myself sound like a monster right now. Like I'm not bossy in group projects per se, like at school and stuff. Um, but I do kind of tend to become obsessed with all the little details and making sure everything gets done. Like, I'm not the type of person who would, like, say, you do this now. Why haven't you done your work? Like, I'm not like that. I'll just silently add on to what someone has done or just do their work for them. Like, I'm not about to harass someone about not doing their part in a group project. Um, But usually that works out pretty well for me, right? Because I'm the only one trying to do that in the group because I'm the only one who's really like um, a control freak and perfectionist in a group setting at school. But being here where I was surrounded by people who were equally as focused on the details as me, I really had to learn how to chill out. And I did a good job at that by the end, just like realizing that not everything has to be my way, which again makes me sound like a control freak and a monster. But I will admit, like in the first week or two, um, yeah, like nearing Parents' Day, I was kind of becoming a monster when it came to all the details. Like I really wanted everything to be perfect. And a lot of the time I thought that that meant doing things my way. But I backed off and I let my group work on some stuff and just like do what they wanted to do. And in the end, we won the entire competition. Like our presentation and our commercial and our business plan, our speech in front of the judges, we actually won. The judges invested more in our group than they did in the other groups. So Boxport was the winning product from the whole thing. And 
I think that was because I just backed off and learned to work in a team environment because ultimately at the end of the day, what matters more than having a perfect presentation or a perfect website or a perfect business plan is the team dynamic. And when we were all up there presenting for 40 minutes together, I think that it became very obvious which teams would actually make it if they became a business and which would not. Because I think the judges were looking for cooperation and a sense of enthusiasm in all of the team members for each product's team. And because I learned to just chill and really appreciate my team members for all their strengths and stop focusing on all the little details that I wanted to perfect. Like, I think that we went into presentation day feeling very good about each other. Like, there was no drama, there was no beef. We were all happy with our presentation. We were happy with each other. We were proud of each other's work. And our presentation showed that because we were all really enthusiastic when we were talking about our product. We were able to answer the judges' questions well, and we just interacted well with each other, which I think really contributed to our win. Because looking back on the final presentation day, there were other groups that definitely had a better presentation in terms of the slides or like their company's branding. Some of them had way fancier commercials, way fancier business plans, way fancier branding, and just way better presenting skills, I would say. I definitely like kind of froze up there when I was presenting, and some other groups had members that just did not freeze at all. Some other groups had completely seamless presentations. I would say that our presentation was pretty good, but I definitely did like freeze up a little bit, and I think I accidentally said like a wrong company name when I was up there. But although our presentation wasn't perfect, I think it's the fact that we all interacted so well with each other and work so well as a team and we're so excited about our product that helped us win. Because really and truly, I'm telling you, we didn't have the most advanced stuff compared to some of the other teams. Some of the other teams were handing out actual like 3D models of their product. They were handing out pamphlets, um, business cards. Like we didn't even we did not even bring business cards to the presentation day. We didn't hand out any of that. We had like a pretty basic presentation compared to some of the elaborate Google Slides presentations that the other groups made. But it was really our attitude and our energy together and our skill to work together that helped us win at the end of the day. It wasn't perfectionism and it wasn't, you know, bossing people around and trying to get things to be my way that helped us win. And that just really opened my eyes to like how I can improve myself in a group setting and be a better team member. And that really means just letting other people's talents shine through and letting people have individuality in their work and really like, um, focus on the strengths of the other members of the team. Because it's easy for me especially to get so focused in those little details and 
start to only see things my way and become critical of other people's perspectives on stuff. But I let um, my group members do a lot of stuff that personally, like I would not have done if it were completely my project. And it all looks so great in the end. Like it really made me realize that I need to give people more of a chance to just do what they want to do in a team setting and I need to have more trust in my group members and have trust in other people and let other people show their strengths. And I think that really, really, really helped me. And that's probably going to be a lesson that I'll take with me for the rest of my life to whatever job I go work at or whatever internship I have in the future. Um, I mean, really, it's just so invaluable to be able to work in a team setting. I'm just now realizing like I have not talked at all about the things that have been bringing me joy recently because I've talked so much about governor school. So never mind about what I said in the intro. This episode is just going to be about governor school and that's my final decision because I still have a lot more to say about my experience. So yeah, all in all, I initially started off in that group being like a control freak as usual and wanting things to be my way. But once I just took a step back and started letting everyone's strengths come out and stopped, you know, kind of having a negative mindset about stuff and worrying about other people's work and whether it would be good enough, I really was pleasantly surprised. Like, my group members were just so amazing, and they were so good at communicating, and we were all really good at working through conflicts and stuff, and I just, like, I would not trade any of my group members for the world. I realized that, um, like, the day before presentations, when I was looking around at the other groups, and when I was really thinking about all that we'd created together, and... I'm just so thankful that I had the group that I had because they all really taught me so much about working in a team and everyone in my group just brought something unique to the table and had a really good attitude. So that experience definitely really changed me for the better. Now, outside of group work, just the people in general at Governor's School had such a positive impact on me. Um, as I already said, a lot of it was because I was surrounded by extroverts and those people really helped get me out of my comfort zone and get me to open up and stop being shy. Um, and I would say that they also just like were so authentic. It really helped me become more authentic myself and stop caring so much about what other people thought of me. I know I made a podcast episode on it actually, um, like halfway through governor's school because authenticity really just changed the game for me. Being around people who are just so confident in themselves that they don't care what other people think and that they try new things and aren't afraid to look stupid, like that is so inspirational. It has such a big impact on you. And I can totally see now why they say like, um, you're the average of the five people that you spend the most time with. Well, there were way more than five people at governor's school. I definitely walked out of governor's school being so much more confident in myself and 
like so much more willing to just be authentic and stop caring what other people think about me because seeing these other people be authentic and try new things and literally like risk looking stupid but have fun anyways that really just showed me like I don't have anything to be afraid of and I don't need to fear looking stupid or trying new things I need to live my life and I need to stop caring what other people think and ever since then I've been so much more willing to put myself out there and that's really had a positive impact on my life and I know that when I go back to school in August it's going to definitely have a positive impact on that as well because I'm no longer like afraid of talking in a classroom setting. I'm no longer afraid of, you know, volunteering for stuff in a classroom setting or just like putting myself out there. I feel like I'm going to be less likely now to just sit there and be quiet and never raise my hand, never talk to the teachers, never joke with the teachers, like never joke with my fellow classmates. I feel like I'm not going to do that anymore because I've just seen what a positive impact people can have when they're authentic and when they reach out to others because I thought about it and I was like well if everyone was like me and if everyone was shy and no one really put themselves out there the world wouldn't be very fun it was ultimately the people that were really extroverted and authentic that made my experience at governor's school so amazing because those people like helped me break out of my comfort zone and they showed me that it was okay to be myself and that I don't need to worry about what they thought of me. It's those authentic, non-judgmental, just out there people that make you feel really good about yourself and help you have fun. And ever since then, I've strived to be more like that. And I've strived to be less judgy. I've strived to be more open with people. And I've strived to start more conversations with people. And I can already tell that it's had a very positive impact on me. And it helps me enjoy life a lot more. Because when I'm putting myself out there and trying new things that I would have been too afraid to try before, I really feel like life becomes interesting. You know, if you're always in your comfort zone and if you're always staying in a shell and never really risking talking to new people, you're going to miss out on so much. And when I started talking to new people and really just doing new things with these people, I had so much fun. And when I think about it, if I hadn't come out of my shell, I would have missed out on so many of the amazing memories that I made when I did come out of my shell. Like, I would not trade those memories for anything. Because, I don't know, it just, all the activities that we did together and all of the fun moments that we had together and even the stressful moments that we shared together and the difficult moments, like when half of Governor's School got sent home for COVID, like, I wouldn't trade those memories for anything in the world because we all got so much closer together because of the happy moments and the sad moments and the difficult moments that we shared together. As I said before, Governor's School really pushed me in a lot of ways to grow. Um, first of all, I know that I said that it pushed me to become more extroverted and put myself out there more, and it also 
pushed me to be a better team member and to, you know, put my perspective aside and let other people's talents and strengths shine through in a group setting. And it also just helped me learn to embrace difficulty and embrace a good challenge, which I would say I mainly learned from going to the gym in the morning. Um, Honestly, going to the gym was one of my favorite parts of the entire month. On weekdays, the gym, which we all called the fit, would be open and we would all go to the fit normally like at seven o'clock before class. So it was like a 10 minute walk over there. And oh, that's another thing I forgot to mention. You had to bring a buddy with you whenever you were walking somewhere outside of the dorms. So like if you wanted to go get breakfast at the CAF, which was like their nickname for the cafeteria, you would have to find someone to go with you. And oh my gosh, that really helped me get come out of my shell big time because you know I'm used to doing things alone and I'm used to being fiercely independent and just doing what I want when I want alone and not like having to worry about getting other people to do stuff with me but in this case I was actually forced to find groups of people to go with always and just like having to actually ask people to go do stuff with me and having to actually talk to people in order to not get stranded at like the cafeteria or at the dorms and miss breakfast, that really forced me to come out of my shell. Because let me tell you, like, if you were to be shy and if you were to not talk to anyone, you weren't going to get breakfast. You weren't going to go to the gym because you have to go to those places with someone else. So like in order for me to get my basic needs fulfilled, I had to actually make friends and make plans with people to go to these places in the morning, which initially was just so tough for me. But having that whole buddy system and having to always walk with someone to various places on the campus I hated it at the time, but looking back, I can see that it really did help me develop my social skills and get over my fear of rejection because I had to actually ask people like, hey, would you go to the cafe with me at seven for breakfast? Or, hey, do you want to walk to the fit tomorrow together? Which are both things that I would like be afraid to do if I did enough to do them. But I just had to get over that fear and actually reach out to people. And I'm a lot more comfortable with it now as a result. But anyways, moving on. Um, Going to the fit was one of my favorite experiences ever and one of my favorite parts of governor's school. Because, well, first of all, it is super nice. You've got to look it up. It's called, like, I think the Mark L. Burnett Fitness Center. And... You know, I've never been to an actual gym before. When I'm at home, I just work out in my home gym. Being at an actual gym like that was insane for me. I absolutely loved it. It was so big. They had like a gigantic weight training area with like every machine ever. They had like bars for squatting. They had huge dumbbell racks. Um, They had an outdoor basketball court, and an indoor basketball court. They had volleyball, they had soccer, they had racquetball, even a climbing wall. They had a pool, and they had, like, a second floor with 
a quiet weight training room and then like an entire like I guess you could call it like um a cardio room but the cardio room was like like it kind of had balconies so it was above the weight training room and like while you were running on the treadmill you could like look down and see the weight training floor it was just really cool and then the best part of it all was like kind of if you went up from the cardio room they had a track like a really nice track running around the fit so like it was a really big running track I think it was like um a fifth of a mile per lap and it was really nice they had like big clocks that you could use to time yourself and it went around the whole thing so you could look down on the basketball courts while you were running you could look at the pool while you were running and you'd run like around the weight training area and the cardio room and I just really loved running on the track and for reference I would say that the fit helped me the most like in terms of learning how to embrace difficulty like running. Look, I'm not a runner. I've never been a runner. Like I can sprint short distances, but in terms of endurance running, I've always hated it. Like I just hate running. Well, I used to hate running, but you know, when I would find these groups of people to go with to the fit or, like, when I would go to the fit with one of my friends or, like, um, just, like, the girls in my hall, um, a lot of them actually liked to run. So I would run with them in the mornings. And, you know, running with someone else, I actually had to run a lot more than I normally would run. <laughs> like, I know we have a treadmill at home, and I could only make it a quarter of a mile before just like getting off the treadmill wheezing for air before I went to governor's school and having to run with people taught me that I can run so much more than I thought I could I actually ran three miles non-stop at one point with someone and oh my gosh I was dying the entire time but I actually did it and that was just so exciting for me because it showed me what I'm actually capable of doing like I can do so much more than I thought I could do when it came to running and weightlifting. And, you know, I think it just really opened my eyes because before I had never pushed myself to that level, but having other people there um, running with me kind of forced me to push myself much further than I would have gone if I were running alone and had no one to hold me accountable. So just like it really broadened my horizons and taught me that I can actually be consistent with running and I can really improve if I just push myself and if I get over that fear of discomfort. Now at home, I run a mile every morning. It does not matter the day. I always run a mile every morning and my endurance is so much better than it used to be as a result. So that's just something really cool that I was able to do for myself when I was at governor's school and it's so amazing that now I can run a mile non-stop without any breaks at like 6.7 speed on the treadmill without dying whereas before at 6.7 speed I could literally 
I'm not even kidding. I could only make it a fourth of a mile before I had to jump off the treadmill and like wheeze for air on the floor. So the whole thing just really made me so happy because it's incredible to see the actual improvement in my performance when it comes to running. So lesson learned from all of that, you can do a lot more than you're capable of. Having other people to work out with can have such a positive impact on your training and it can really help you with motivation. And you don't have to be afraid of discomfort because that discomfort that I was forced to go through because I was running with other people, well, it did suck in the moment. Once I accepted that I had to just keep running because obviously I'm not about to get left behind, once I accepted that discomfort, it became so much easier and I really accomplished much more than I would have ever accomplished before running alone just because I had to embrace that discomfort and just say, well, we're doing the three miles anyways, so suck it up. That helped me a lot. So, like, as you move forward, I've talked about, let's see, coming out of my shell, um, how to be a good team member in a group setting. I've talked about how the people there really positively influenced me, my favorite things about the fit, and how I can run a lot better now. So I think with that, I'm going to wrap up this episode, but I might actually make a part two because I just have so much to say when it comes to governor's school because it was such an incredible experience. But I really don't want to make this episode too long, and I have been rambling for a pretty long time. So I'm going to cut it off now. But if you would like to speak on the podcast, the podcast application form is always open. You can find it at Personal Growth Project Official on Instagram. There's a link in the bio. You click on the link and there should be a form on there that says speak on the podcast. It's super short. You just put in like your email and what you want to talk about and then I'll get back to you soon and we can schedule a date for you to talk on the podcast. So Thank you guys so much for listening, and to any of you who are listening from Governor's School, I miss you guys so much, and you guys are awesome, and I hope that you have an amazing and productive week. Mm -hmm.